Hello everyone and welcome back to the Galactic Game Feed, your number one intergalactic source of video gaming news. So it is the second episode and I actually have a guest with me. How are you doing, Ricardo? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me here. I'm super happy and I'm excited because I checked your first episode. It's a very good show. And as a fellow podcaster, I'm super happy to see new folks entering this space and I always love talking about gaming, so I'm super happy to be here, man. Thanks for having I'm me. I'm super happy to have you. And yeah, Ricardo is a fellow podcaster as, as, well, as well as a fellow Twitch streamer and just fellow gaming enthusiast that I wanted to have on and just talk about some video games. So anyways, the way this show works is I have a list of some of the top stories of the week and we're going to read them and we're going to go down them. And then we're just going to talk about our, you know, our opinions on that. So there's a bunch of indie gaming news that that came out this week, which means, which is kind of why I have Ricardo on because I feel like Ricardo is someone who can have a lot of varied opinions on these kinds of games. So we'll see what happens. So for now, let's go to the intro. We have a few things on our docket today, which is the, one of the things is there's an EGX Rest games list that came out. Basically, EGX is a convention that happens uh, in real life every single year. It's still happening this year, but it got postponed to later in the year. But they did re they did have an event called EGX Digital, and they released a bunch of games, a bunch of indie games, and we're gonna go down some of that list. The second thing is there was a surprise. Nintendo Direct that just came in out of nowhere uh, took everyone by surprise so we're definitely going to discuss some of the video games that were released there uh, that were shown off there not released there the the third thing that I have on the docket is that Outer Wilds the wonderful amazing games uh, game Outer Wilds is coming to Steam this summer and we're going to talk, uh, talk a little bit about there uh, about that uh, the next thing would be Bioware is also teasing a new game they're developing so we'll be touching upon that and uh, Fallout 76 is also in the news again, uh, and it's bad news again, sadly, <laughs> but the Wastelanders DLC for Fallout 76 has recently been postponed, uh, so we'll touch on that a little bit, and the last thing uh, is going to be another postponement, which will be SGDQ, Summer Games Done Quick, uh, which is a speedrunning streaming event, also, has, also had a postponement uh, recently, so we'll talk about that and what they're doing going forward and just give our opinions on that. But before we get into any of the docket items, I do want to remind everyone that may be listening, if you're a new listener, hello there. Uh, if you've been listening since the first episode, well, thank you for coming back. Um, and as always, uh, don't forget to rate this episode wherever you may be listening to it, iTunes, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever, uh, and share this with someone that you think would really like this content. So anyways, uh, let's jump into the first news, uh, the first bit of thing that, that we have on our docket. So EGX Res, now I gave you a list, of, I gave you like a link to the games list. Did, did you have any games here that you wanted to really talk about? Oh yeah, I was checking it. Um, I'm excited because as I was talking to you before the show, I'm mm -hmm. also a game dev, so I always get hyped, get hyped and pumped when I see indie games getting mm -hmm. uh, coverage. Uh, today we live in a day and age when we have like lots of releases, and sometimes some hidden gems just fly under the radar here. Dude, there's I always, so uh, many hidden this, games. Uh, I, I just noticed that I missed this because it says it was from March 26 to 28th. Yep. I, I heard something about this on Eurogamer. Mm -hmm. It's uh, EGX is essentially Eurogame. I think it's Eurogamer Expo, though there's a bunch yeah, of that, different websites. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it means. Um, 
But yeah, I see some titles here that look very interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. I can say that I really, well, Rock of, Rock of Ages, I know that one. I didn't know there was a third game in that series. Wait, uh, Ro- Rogue actually, of, could you repeat that? I couldn't quite get you. Rock of Ages 3. Oh, okay. Yeah, that one is, uh, actually, the dev team from that game is, for that game is from Latin America too. Mm-hmm. Wow, I didn't um, know I didn't know that. Cool to see them here. We also have the Survivalist, which is a game from the creators of the Escapists. Mm-hmm. So I see plenty of interesting stuff here. Uh, but yeah, I have to check them out. I love indie games. I also work on dev and as a freelancer uh, graphic artist. So this is very interesting stuff. One that catches my attention here is uh, Gestalt, because that game is uh, Metroidvania, which just happens to be my favorite game genre. Wait, which and one? Uh, which one? Gestalt, Steam, and Cinder. I... The one is on the list, uh, almost uh, at the bottom, in the upcoming titles part. Hmm. It's the I... second to last one, Gestalt, Steam, and Cinder. Oh, Gestalt, right. That, that's such a Gestalt. weird... See, I, it didn't even catch me, because it's like such a, like, you know... I wasn't expecting that yeah. kind of name. Yeah, it it, yeah, it looks like a and cool amazing. It, uh, the graphics are top notch. The like the pixel artist that work is portion this game is called uh, Sayamu. He's an amazing artist. Oh, you actually know uh, the developers decades and decades and decades. So it looks pretty impressive. It looks it looks very impressive. You're right. Like uh, especially you know one of my main things when it comes to like Metroidvanias or even just like any sort of indie games is I always go for the ones with like the amazing like pixel art sort of just like lively pixel art worlds like obviously 3D games and games with like a huge massive you know intricate 3D worlds are amazing too but just this like there's just this something and maybe it's because I grew up playing a lot of pixel pixely games that it just pulls me in <laughs> so I, I always yeah, get excited by games like these that- I always keep talking about that when I talk about games, is that mm-hmm. art, art direction is more important in the end than pixel art, 3D graphics or whatever, because you're going to have 2D games that look horrible and 3D games yeah. that look horrible or 2D games that look amazing and have a consistent art style or, and the same applies to 3D games too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's... But in this case, this, this guy here, he's a legend. He, he does <laughs> amazing, amazing world building. I mean, it's, it's not fully, it's not fully pixel art too is what I'm noticing as I'm basically scrolling through the images. Uh, there is there is some you know some illustration work. There's some pixel art work, but basically it all fits together, and that's you know that's what art direction is really. It's just it has to all fit together at the end. Yeah, this this person here is not a purist, so he's probably using some modern techniques too. But uh, what he says is that pixel art at the end of the is just a medium of expression. It's not the constraints that they had in the past are no longer there so there's mm-hmm. no reason for them to like have limited color palettes or anything like that so absolutely but like, yeah, like, it looks amazing another game that is very interesting there for me and um, we already know about these games uh, it's like moving out moving out oh, oh moving looks, out yeah that one that one looks like overcooked meets i don't know moving out <laughs> i think no i s- saw a demo of this game like earlier this year and oh, yeah. it, it's essentially like it's overcooked meets uh what's that game where you beat each other up and uh gang beast yeah gang, gang beast yeah it, it's a very similar style where you're like essentially it's like competitive where you're different like people who need to carry boxes please but it's it's really like it's cool party fun and i like games yeah. that are like cool party fun like that yeah but this list i mean it's massive i see only in the upcoming titles there is like 
I don't know. I haven't counted the games, but it's probably like 30 games. Maybe, there, there are a lot. Or more. There are definitely the a lot. that are already available that you can purchase. Uh, at the time, you're, probably, you're hearing these guys, the sale is over. I believe they had discounts on these games, but now, well, some mm -hmm. of them still have sales, but... You, there I, is. I still encourage uh, you to check them out. There's probably something for everyone here. Mm -hmm. There is definitely something for everyone here. That's for sure. And I love that they they're doing this like they're doing this on Steam, and then they're also doing this on uh, like on a lot of news sites to, to just basically give all these games. Which I'm assuming that these games would have been available on like a show floor as well. But because obviously the times that we're going through right now. Uh, oh, yeah. I like that they're getting, you know, spotlighted like this. I, I love this, especially when anytime indie, you know, indie devs get to, because I, I also, by the way, I'm also a dev. I just don't mention it that much, but um, I, I love it when indie devs just get the spotlight because it's it's definitely harder to market a game as an indie. Yeah, than to get discovered uh -huh. in this day and age where we have like 30, 40 releases every single day. A, a day, even an hour sometimes. Only on, only on Steam, if we uh -huh. count stuff like each like uh, GOG, other platforms, it's even more. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to like, and, and I won't even say like some people just say, you're struggling of like, oh, if the game's good, it will get noticed. It's not necessarily true. It's some definitely they are really good. not true. Their yeah. are great. Mm -hmm. Maybe their their teams like slack off a bit in the marketing aspect of it, mm -hmm. but the I game mean, itself as a product is amazing and it, it doesn't get the noticed because it's just uh, a droplet in the ocean of releases we get mm -hmm. and it's definitely hard to get Absolutely. eyeballs looking at the games. This is a good, a good uh, initiative from EGX to mm -hmm. do this uh, digital event because as you were mentioning we are living in these times with the virus and everything going on so everything's cancelled uh, so <laughs> this is a good alternative now that people are staying home and probably playing more games than ever. Probably looking at more games to buy as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. So I hope I hope these games have good releases. So I guess yeah, I, we can kind of move on to the second thing. The second thing is not an indie company though. The second thing is Nintendo, which is Nintendo had a surprise direct. Uh, yeah, it's a little and, small, a small company called Nintendo. Yeah, yeah there's a tiny company. You know, they just make this really small game called Mario and Zelda, but um, they they had a direct, uh, and they had a way surprise direct that nobody really expected. Actually, there was. So a lot of people were pointing this out, and this is like completely not the news related thing. It's like more controversy and like, you know, put on your straw hats because uh, there was a tweet that was going around a few weeks ago that was like some some big uh, journalist who was who was like, uh, Nintendo's gonna have a direct on March 26th or they're not gonna do a direct the entire year. And everybody was just replying to him like, uh, you're lying, this is not true, blah, blah, blah. But that guy completely called it out, and I don't know how this person knew, but that's like completely digressed. Let's come back to the I, I actual imagine games. He just had, you know, the classic. He, oh, I have a, an uncle that works at Nintendo. Yeah, basically the, the whole schoolyard rumor of uh, my uncle works at Nintendo, and he'll get you a Mew if you do this. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, but anyway, so the there were I'll, I'll just go down the list of sort of the games on this, and you can give me your ideas if you want to or your opinion. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so the first thing was a Xenoblade Chronicles, which is a Wii U game, and it's being remade. Did you ever play the original Xenoblade? I haven't. Uh, the, uh, my own experience with the Xeno series is Xeno Gears PS One, so it's very old. I have Xeno yeah. Saga for PS Two, never beat that one. I, I had no Xenoblade. idea there were even games for PS One and PS Two. <laughs> Oh yeah, there were games for the, uh, it's a complicated story and it 
goes mm. way beyond the scope of this show, but I'll focus on this one. Sen already haven't played yet. I know it's an amazing game. I, I have lots of friends that keep telling me that it's an amazing game. And considering I also like JRPGs a lot, I definitely need to check this out. And now that I have a Switch, it's probably a good time to try it, dive into this one. Looks amazing, to be honest. It looks a, a, like a massive improvement to the original. I mean, I, f I feel like, like, I, okay, so I haven't played it, but I've seen it be played a lot. And I feel like even on the Wii U, this was like one of the games that actually looked like really, really amazing. So I'm I'm surprised to see like what they like improve because obviously they're yeah, remaking I, I, it. I mean, so... it was considered already one of the best mm -hmm. Wii games, uh, yeah. like you mentioned. So now in this case for the Switch, I think they were... They did the classic stuff like uh -huh. increasing texture quality, maybe improving some lighting effects. Uh -huh. I mean, but it's, it's definitely that, gonna uh, look amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. The, I saw some uh, before and after comparisons, and the character models look uh, much improved. So that's good. That's a good thing, considering that this game has a lot of close-ups and dialogues and all that. So like cinematics with the characters, and they look much better now. Nice. Uh, also, there's a lot of 2K games that are being ported over to the Switch. Uh, the main ones that they really show here is like Bioshock and Borderlands. So, uh, any opinions on that? I mean, yeah, Bioshock, Borderlands, and I think XCOM was also shown in the direct. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. XCOM is, was there too, right? Is is good because uh, one of the things that people were like talking about Nintendo systems uh, all the time is that. If you get a Nintendo system, you're only gonna play the first party games. And now mm -hmm. we're seeing more more and more ports of third parties. And yeah, I especially current gen yeah, current gen games. Mm -hmm. we, we had stuff like The Witcher mm -hmm. before and now like we I, get this Bioshock collection is big because that's three games in one and three very acclaimed games. Mm -hmm. And also XCOM, which is a strategy turn-based strategy mm -hmm. game, I mm -hmm. think is a good fit for the uh, go uh, on the go nature of the Switch. Mm -hmm. So the, yeah, I guess XCOM, XCOM definitely. I mean, I don't know if you played it, but the the Mario yeah, and I Rabbids. The, no, 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 not XCOM. I'm talking about. Uh, have you ever played the Mario and Rabbids game? The game that came out like no, one I year into the Twitch. No, I have played the one. I know uh, what game. That, that's that's uh -huh. a Ubisoft collab with Mario yeah, and yeah. Rabbids. And but it was it, like that game was exactly kind of like XCOM. Oh, yeah. If you looked at mm -hmm. it, so having XCOM on the Switch now is I feel like it's gonna bring in a lot of people and kind of explore these new genres on the Switch but like you mentioned that a lot of people when it comes to the Switch you know they think they think of the Switch as like you know this casual games console or uh, just Nintendo first parties but I love it when there's like you know a crossover of these very sort of well Borderlands isn't a serious game but still very sort of serious games uh very like you know gritty third party sort of amazing games uh, yeah, and uh, uh, at least for different uh, probably for different audiences exactly for different audiences because, and know, demographics usually nintendo people mm -hmm. associate nintendo games with colorful family friendly mm -hmm. more cartoony stuff mm -hmm. like that which is not not bad because i i don't agree with stuff like for example, with Animal Crossing, we just mm -hmm. released the new one. Uh, mm -hmm. Oh, that's games for kids. Don't play that. You're an adult. What the fuck are you doing with your life? And, I, I mean, mean no. games for everyone, I feel so. like I feel like most of the people Animal Cro playing Animal Crossing are oh, pretty, yeah, for sure. pretty <laughs> not kids. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely don't have any problems uh, saying uh -huh. my age. I'm thirty. I'm thirty-five years old, and mm -hmm. I'm dying to buy Animal Crossing. So. Mm -hmm. There's that. That's an example. Like all my friends are around the same age, and they are digging this game so much. I guess that's one of the reasons this game is gonna sell millions and millions. I of mean, it is. Uh, it's not one of the th news here, but Animal Crossing did become yeah. the most selling Switch game. 
it's the most successful launch in Japan and mm-hmm. also in the UK for mm-hmm. the Switch ever. So mm-hmm. exactly. So it's like it's well on its way to be like you know just just best game on Switch ever. Yeah, considering that the first, the the last Animal Crossing we had, which was in Leaf, sold more than twelve million copies, mm-hmm. and, and considering the Switch is now around fifty million units sold, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure this game will beat that. Plus, it's times. plus it's like also a system seller because like Switches are sold out across the world right oh, yeah. now because of Animal Crossing, which is just mm-hmm. it's insane. Uh, mm-hmm. anyways, there was uh there was a Marvel Ultimate Alliance DLC, which um. I mean, I've never really played a Marvel Ultimate Alliance game, so I'm not really sure how these what these are about. But if you have played one, then... yeah, I haven't. It's it looks like an like a good action game, I guess. If you're into comics and Marvel stuff, it's probably good for you. And I, also, I, as learned... far as I know, yeah, it's been good reviewed, so mm-hmm. it's probably a good game. I've also learned that this is like it's a Switch exclusive. Like yep. this game didn't come out anywhere else, which is like mm-hmm. weird because I, I wouldn't expect like a Marvel game to be a Switch exclusive, but it is and there's now a fantastic 4 dlc which is nice so that was that uh and one of the only new titles sort of i saw announced here was uh shinsekai into depths uh which is like a it's like an underwater exploration side scrolling game uh did you get to see it uh yeah. any ideas on that yeah that, that's probably one of my favorite games a showcase here because as i was mentioning it's metroidvania like it's my mm-hmm. favorite genre it looks like exploration mm-hmm. non-linear all that so and I'm intrigued about when they mentioned the part that you you have like a speed run mode or mm-hmm. a time challenge mode with, where the map is like randomly generated or something like that. That looks really interesting. Yeah, the thing that caught my eye was like they were talking at the end of the trailer. Oops, sorry. At the end of the trailer, they talk about like this music DJ thing, and I was like, yes, yeah. I'm gonna make music in this game. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely it, it is definitely an interesting game. It's, it's very different. yeah, absolutely. I want to wait for reviews and see, but it caught, it caught my attention for sure. I mean, it, it'll probably be a good game, like in between games, sort of a thing. Yeah. Uh, there's all there was also the Animal Crossing new updates announced, which is uh, there's a new egg event, which is an Easter event. Uh, a bunny called Zipper Bunny will be available from uh from the first of April to the twelfth of April when you download the first Animal Crossing update. Uh, you'll get a new animal called Zipper Bunny, who when you talk to, you can uh, initialize an egg event and you can find some Easter eggs around, around your island. Uh, and I feel like this is going to be a cool update because I see my thing with Animal Crossing, and I know you mentioned you really like all the, but my thing with Animal Crossing has always been that after a while, it becomes too repetitive and you kind of run out of things to do. So Well, the, the game loop in Animal Crossing is uh-huh. very like... I it's, mean, it's repetitive by nature. Well, pretty much every mm-hmm. game is kind of repetitive. Mm-hmm. They just spice things up with new visuals, with mm-hmm. new enemy patterns, with, depending on the genre, of course. But mm-hmm. in the case of Animal Crossing, it's mostly about the collecting aspect. Mm-hmm. And in particular, this version of the game has a massive amount of it content. Has so many they, are just, collect. they are adding more mm-hmm. now with these events. And, I imagine they will add more when we get Halloween. They'll probably add more stuff. And I mean, for Christmas they announced this egg event, and then later in the month they also have an Earth Day event in April. So yeah, I like they mentioned that. I like that they're doing this as like a sort of games as a service sort of thing now, where they're gonna keep doing events in Animal Crossing. Probably gonna keep uh, and it's probably gonna keep breathing new life into the game because even though it is very like you know collectathon heavy and all. But I feel like a month, two months from now, I don't know how many people will still be as hyped. But if they keep having events, then I definitely think the game's gonna, you know, stay alive for a while. 
Yeah, considering that the Animal Crossing community is, for example, for New Leaf and for mm -hmm. the game, even the mm -hmm. GameCube version was already act was still active. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure this game will last for a while. A while. I'm not worried about that at all. And what I, what uh, it's not a concern actually. It's just I'm wondering why Nintendo hasn't gone all the way, like to make a real Animal Crossing like MMO, a real game as a service. And, See, I mean, they just they just are sticking to their guns and their, their traditional model of. I feel like, like Nintendo and MMOs definitely never stick. Like, I don't think they yeah, have. Do I'm they sure have an MMO? I understand from a business perspective, uh -huh. not as not as a user because I kind of uh -huh. prefer it as is. But I mean, they would print so much money if they really. They definitely. Will. I mean, people have been platform Animal Crossing MMO with uh -huh. like subscription model. Maybe even charge people. If they are charging four ninety nine for a Mario Kart in the cell phone, mm -hmm. I believe people will gladly pay ten or fifteen bucks a month for an Animal Crossing MMO, and they make tons of cash. Then again, That's Nintendo Nintendo always, you know, does its own thing. So if yeah. everybody else is doing like games as a service thing, Nintendo's gonna be like, you know, internet's really not our thing. We're just gonna do our own games so maybe one day i don't know i mean we've we've been wanting a pokemon mmo for ages right and finally temtem sure. Tem came out of nowhere and made it made it on their own because they were like nintendo's yeah, not gonna do it mmo would probably happen and it will be mm. an indie game and yeah it'll probably be store. called some it'll probably be called like creature roads or something <laughs> and oh yeah We'll see it. We'll Creature see it happen. That's a nice name. Creature Roads, yeah. Animal Crossing, Creature Roads. Let, let's, let's make that. Let's make that. <laughs> we'll be millionaires. Sure, sure. <laughs> uh, okay, so the next bit is there was this game called Good Job, which essentially that's just a goofy company simulator. Um, the, yeah. the thing that I was more excited about was after that, which was the Catherine Full Body remake for Switch. Uh, did any any uh, thoughts on either of those? Good job. Uh, I like the aesthetics of it. Looks mm -hmm. interesting. It's like you take these uh, road signs, uh, icon signs, and make them come mm -hmm. to life. So it looks kind of kind of unique. And Catherine, well, I know this game. I haven't played. I I got the game for PS3. Here, a physical copy. Mm -hmm. I I had a, a I have a story with that game because I bought that, uh, and then they. Uh, just as I got it, finally, it was, oh, I'm going to play this. And they, they announced the full body version. I was like, fuck. Oh, did you, did you just get it on Steam? No, I got the game physical on PS3. So oh, was PS3. Like, no oh. Because, oh, God. Yeah. But now I, I'm, I'm serious. It's coming to Switch too. Mm -hmm. um, well, it looks as good as, as always. I mean... So I'm really interested to see... Maybe the Switch is a good fit for this game, and I know it's like a puzzle game of some sort. It's some it's always and... it's always been a game that like I don't know what the target audience has been for this game ever because it's a puzzle game, but it's like a mature puzzle game because the the themes yeah. that it deals with is like you know about leaving your girlfriend for this mistress or whatever. So it's I mean this game's always like it's been weird for me always, but I'm it's gonna have new people come in for Switch definitely. Um, sure. Also, uh, Ring Fit Adventure had an, had a had a rhythm update, so now there's a dancing game in Ring Fit Adventure. Which uh, do you use Ring Fit at all? Do you have a Ring Fit? A few friends have it. I don't. Uh, I would like to get that game. Okay. It's probably a good way for me to exercise a bit more. And yeah, this new content looks great, man. I mean, uh, mm -hmm. uh, if Nintendo has a track record with the stuff like Wii Fit, and I think Ring Fit Adventure is also doing good. So uh -huh. it's good that they keep supporting the game with new stuff. Also, uh, so there's 
King ba- wait, King's Bounty? Am I reading that correctly? Yes, King's Bounty, uh, which is a tactical RPG, which is getting a Switch port. Uh, it's supposed to be a very old game. Now, I've never heard of King's Bounty either, so clearly this is why I brought you in. <laughs> no, you... the name is familiar. I haven't played it before. I, when I watch the direct, it looks interesting. I like uh, turn-based RPGs. Um, this one looks fine, I guess. I just mm-hmm. have to invest, research more about this mm-hmm. series. But I mean, it's supposed to be a very, and then I'm I'm not really like a you know strategy tactical RPG kind of person, so they I always kind of take much, me. I play pretty much everything I get my hands on, mm-hmm. so I'm a, like a super variety kind of gamer. Fair, fair point. Uh, also, new Smash characters or character rather. Uh, yeah, from which arms. Is, from arms, yeah. Uh, so we'll see how that is. Are you are you into Smash at all? Yeah, I like Smash. Haven't played the latest one. I did a lot of melee and, hmm. and brawl. Uh, now that I have my Switch, I'm mm-hmm. definitely getting this sometime. And well, more characters, better. Already, Smash mm-hmm. Ultimate is like the biggest game character crossover collection event mm-hmm. ever. So I don't mind having more. And I don't know much about Arms either. I know that the game came and went like didn't make much noise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Probably Nintendo is trying to inject some life back into it by putting it into in the spotlight again into Smash. So let's see if that works for them. I okay. I I didn't really see that sort of like that sort of aspect to it. But I guess you're right because they did also have a free trial for Arms that was announced mm-hmm. with the character thing. So yeah, they're probably trying to bring more people to Arms. I was yeah, thinking so more as, like as they're... far as I know, Arms was like a. Mm-hmm. Nintendo was betting on that game to go bigger, mm-hmm. like to have ES- an esports scene and all that. And I guess it didn't grow as much as they expected. So they like put it back into the oven a bit. Mm-hmm. It's in the back corner there, cooking a bit more. And I guess they'll try another shot, probably. Some people have speculated that we will never get a sequel, but some others say that we'll probably they'll probably try one more time with arms. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I installed like a couple million units and stuff like that, which is not bad for a new EP, but it fell sh- way short uh, for the expectations that Nintendo had. So maybe this will work a bit for them. I guess. I mean, anything on Smash will definitely bring attention to ARMS yeah. too. Uh, then uh, there's Dra- Bravely Default 2, which uh, probably the game I'm most excited about from the from the Switch Mini Direct. Because uh, Bravely yeah, Default I 1... Very, I, I was very excited for this one because mm-hmm. I love JRPGs. Mm-hmm. Did you ever play... Oh, you okay, you didn't. I haven't played Bravely Default or Bravely Second on DS mm-hmm. because I never had a DS. Mm-hmm. But I had one, but it got stolen and well, whatever. And I got another one. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Haven't had a chance to play. But, uh, so but I have a friend that did try the demo, and he mm-hmm. told me that the game is insanely hard. And I was like, like how hard? And he was like, oh, the the simple enemies that I faced out of town were kicking my ass. And I was like, really? That hard? So I don't know if it's that the game is really hard or that this guy sucks or both. <laughs> wow. So I need to Your friend's getting my called hype. out. <laughs> yeah, my, my hype level is not so high anymore. So, I mean, the art style, the game looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And the music is supposedly amazing too. So I'm still interested, but a bit a bit less than before. Mm-hmm. All right, let's let's just go down the list. Um, so there's there's also a bunch of a bunch of clubhouse games, a bunch of board games, everything from fishing to foosball to freaking 
uh, checkers chess, Chinese checkers, uh, which I like. I like that uh, that was coming in too, uh, because there's going to be a bunch of people staying home these days uh, that are probably not wanting to play like, you know, like Mario and stuff uh, or a, a lot of the hardcore games, but they'll probably want to play the board game. So I like that there's a bunch of clubhouse games coming to Nintendo. Uh, any thoughts on that? That's always good for sure to have. Fair point. I mean, I it's not really. Know. Yes, go go ahead. No, a lot of uh, more casual types and uh -huh. people that just want to chill might yeah. enjoy these types of games. So it's good to have them for sure in the catalog. I mean, the DS. I always like when I think of like casual games. I always think of the DS because the DS was like because it had a touchscreen and the whole book sort of look. There were so many like casual titles on the DS. Like there was Brain Age, for instance, was one that just got really famous at one point just because it was simply just like brain tester games and everybody could play it. So anytime that there's like super casual games like these, it's always fun because it gets new people in that might not be interested in a lot of the hardcore gaming gaming stuff, but might maybe be interested in, you know, this sort of stuff. I'm playing poker or chess or whatever so it's always nice to have these sort of games uh plus it's a nice way to pass the time uh then there's ninjala which is technically a it's a free game and it's a free ninja eight player like battle royale sort of game uh and look yeah really my cool. friends were talking about that one it kind of looks like ninja splatoon maybe mm -hmm. it's only that multiplayer free ninja splatoon it's really good to be honest. I also like that. I like the free aspect too, which like I didn't. It looks like a really cool game. Like it looks like a sixty dollar game. So it look, yeah. being free is really surprising. Uh, then there's the Star Wars Jedi Academy port as well as the Panzer Dragoon remake. Uh, they're both essentially remakes. Uh, both really good games. Uh, anything to say on those? Yeah, especially Panzer Dragoon. Uh, this is a series that I've always been meaning to get into. I've never had, like, a, say, a Saturn or anything like that. So, but the games always uh, caught my attention. And I have a friend that is big into them. So, I'm looking forward to trying that out. It looks really solid. And I, I, so far, as far as I know, it's a good series. And it looks like something I, I will enjoy for sure. Mm -hmm. And then the final thing was the Pokemon ex Expansion Pass, the Isle of Armor, the Starter Gigantamax forms. Um, have you played the newest Pokemon game? No, I, I'm not that big into Pokemon, oh, to be yeah. honest. I played the first one. I enjoyed it a lot. I played for hundreds of hours, probably. Mm -hmm. yeah, a lot of multiplayer so battles. first one being Red and it's Blue, It's not that right? I don't. It's Red, Red and Blue. Yeah, I've okay. had the Red one. I do like the concept, and I've been meaning to buy that one now that I have a Switch. So mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, even ages, I... I really enjoy the gameplay and I love collecting stuff in games. So collecting monsters, training them, something that that appeals to me. Fair enough. Uh, I, I, what, what I say is not that I'm not a Pokemon expert here, so mm -hmm. I won't say I mean... stuff just to make people angry and <laughs> make, get in trouble, man. It's, but yeah, it's good. It's good that Pokemon lovers see, the, get more content. The thing, that's, the, the thing that's controversial is that this is the first Pokemon game with an expansion pass. So it's the first Pokemon game with DLC. Uh, hmm. And then the DLC adds Pokemon that weren't initially in the game, so people are yeah, the, I don't the know, only thing I don't that's know about the, the whole controversy with mm -hmm. the the fact that they took some Pokemon out and, and then you're making people essentially through clip, DLC and yeah pay extra for like Pokemon they've already had essentially, so that's kind yeah. of controversial. But at the same time, it's still I mean apart from the Pokemon, it still adds a lot of new content, a lot of new Pokemon, yeah. also Gigantamax forms and all that. So. 
I think I think it's still a great investment. But yeah, that's sure. especially for that's essentially all for the Nintendo Direct, which we went well, through. There were list. a few other there, there were a few other games that mm -hmm. they showcased like a mini reel. And they had some I remember Warhammer, I remember mm -hmm. there were other games there. There were I a think, few, yeah. Uh, the the mini reel yeah, was it's like, like a, it's, a Trials of Mana, Trials mm -hmm. of Mana is Yeah, yeah, Trials too. of Mana, right. I, I remember that. <laughs> I guess um, I guess yeah, I didn't I didn't like note them down on my thingy. <laughs> no, that's fine. They they showed the, those games for like ten seconds mm -hmm. each, so it's just like a very fast reel. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it's pretty much just to let you guys know that the Switch is getting a lot of new games mm -hmm. coming soon. Um, Basically, the Switch already has more than fifteen hundred games, so the, the library is growing every day, and it's already probably. I think it's on its way to be Nintendo's most successful console ever, without taking into account DS and stuff like that. Because I mean, it's I, I think it's so gonna, I think it's gonna surpass DS. I definitely think yeah. it's gonna surpass DS at some point. Which is DS is technically Nintendo's most successful console ever. So. Oh yeah, indeed. Mm -hmm. So uh, the next bit of news is Outer Wilds, uh, which is. I would say it's probably one of the best indie games to come out last year. Uh, and it was, for a long time, it was an Epic Games exclusive, but now it's finally coming to Steam. Uh, they have a release date on June 18, and I'm just going to read a little bit of the excerpt about what Outer Wilds is. Essentially, uh, Outer Wilds is an exploration, adventure camping trip across strange worlds, orbiting a star that goes supernova every 20 minutes. Have you played Outer Wilds, by the way? Not yet. It's in okay. my list, in my uh, backlog. I have a backlog. So... Like it's massive. It's mm -hmm. my, I call it the infinite backlog because it just keeps growing. I keep adding stuff. So would I'm you playing be... a lot of games. Would I you be like getting it when games. it's on Steam? Uh, I'll probably do it on Steam. I do mm -hmm. have Epic. You know, mm -hmm. with, with all the free games they're giving. Uh, mm -hmm. It's pretty much... I highly recommend everyone to get <laughs> them. I have like over a hundred games and I haven't spent a single dollar on an Epic Game Store so far. But... Uh, returning to the news here, Outer Wilds, yeah, that game looks amazing. I'm, as I was telling you mm -hmm. before, I uh, love indie games, and mm -hmm. this one looks so, I mean, this so is, good. this has, like, one of the most, like, uh, interesting and sort of unique concepts that I've ever seen in a video game. Essentially, every 20 minutes, the video game is just reset, but oh, you yeah. keep your knowledge. So you just keep playing the same game over and over again, but with different outcomes. And like I've I haven't seen many games do that before. So it's probably it's it's really a good game to check out. And honestly, like I feel like one of the reasons I hadn't played this was the whole Epic Games thing because I'm kind of the same way as you. I have a lot of games on Epic. I don't think I've spent any money on Epic ever. Uh, and I'll probably do, but down the line, I mean, I'm a big, I'm a big achievement and trophy hunter. Mm -hmm. I play mostly on Steam and also on PSN, mm -hmm. PlayStation. So mm -hmm. uh, when they add achievement functionality to mm -hmm. the games there, I probably start buying stuff there because they have this very sweet regional pricing. Uh, mm -hmm. Some games you can get for very cheap here. I'm, I'm living in Panama. So. It's it's always a competitive pricing on a lot of different games like some games will be cheaper on steam some will be cheaper on epic yeah but over here i've never mm -hmm. seen a, a title on steam that's cheaper here in panama while on oh. epic game i mean i saw like stuff like control when it was mm -hmm. just brand new it was like 14.99 some crazy price like that without wow. a sale so i think it's even lower than that i don't know what the deal is with the regional pricing structure or how they are paying the devs the difference or anything but 
for me as a consumer, it's all what matters. I see mm-hmm. games for way cheaper there, but the the bad aspects that I don't get stuff that I like, you know, like achievements that I was saying, mm-hmm. they are slowly implementing stuff. They're slow, but... Yeah, they added a wish list basically earlier yeah. this year. So it's coming. It's and, way slowly and They added the, 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 finally they, they went in and added the shopping cart to the mm-hmm. store and yeah, I, I always hated that having to click through one game and then go and buy it and then come back, click yeah. through another game and then go and go through the whole thing. So yeah, that is definitely a big quality of life update. Yeah, Outer Wilds, I'm looking forward to trying that. And now that it's coming to Steam, uh, even better. And I also read the note that you gave me the link and it says that the, it's coming to other platforms too, so mm-hmm. maybe down the line, PlayStation, Switch, and everything. So that's interesting. I, I would assume Switch would definitely be on the like the oh, top yeah, of sure. priority, like after maybe Steam. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the next bit of news is that uh, the next bit of news, sorry, uh, is that Bioware is developing a new game, and this is so this is you know kind of the rumor mill sort of news. This is a uh, it's taken from an article from Samuel uh, Samuel Horty from PC Gamer magazine, and it essentially reads that uh, Bioware is hi- hiring for the next major title in one of their uh, most pre- prestigious fans the most prestigious franchises i can't read today uh, a job posting on ea's website has revealed the company's edmonton branch is looking for a technical director with triple a multiplayer games or on pc or console experience uh, to work on a new game as well as across the studio's projects the job ad doesn't give away any more details but we wouldn't be surprised if it releases to a new uh, mass effect game reports emerged in november that the next game in the long-running series was in development at the Edmonton studio under the leadership of longtime Bioware producer Mike Gamble, uh, who worked on Mass Effect 2, 3, and Andromeda. Multiplayer has been a big part uh, in previous Mass Effect games, so again, it fits. So essentially, EA Edmonton is looking for someone who has a lot of multiplayer games experience, and they think it might be Mass Effect, but it could just be any AAA prestigious title. But I, I, I don't... What do you think about this? Well, Bioware uh, got in trouble with Mass Effect and Romana. Mm-hmm. I do believe they will revisit that IP down the line. Mm-hmm. And maybe enough time has gone that it's probably they're probably starting that. If they're interested mm-hmm. in making more Mass Effect games, which I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they are. Because even with all the, the backlash and the bad reviews and everything that Andromeda got, the game sold a lot. Mm-hmm. It's not like frequently discussed part but the game still saw like eight or nine million copies which probably by ea's standards or what they were expecting is a bit low but mm-hmm. still a lot of games sold See, and yeah they definitely do more of that and dragon age where well, they already confirmed the death of the new dragon age game yeah but bioware the... is a big big company i'm pretty sure they are also working on another game probably even new ips so the, the multiplayer thing is what drives me here so i mean they oh, have yeah. they have mass effect but there's another game, the game that we all ignore, which is called Anthem, which no one played, which which Bioware also has, and they they've promised in the past to kind of you know make it better. So, do you believe that they might be that this might not be like a new game sort of posting, but more be like you know someone to come in and breathe new life into Anthem, or fix it? The you know? thing with Anthem is that they already said that the game is going to be like rebooted, mm-hmm. like that. I believe they're they are completely dropping every dev effort for the current version of the game. They'll mm-hmm. keep it up for sure for the few people that are playing and enjoying it, but they will but probably to... do work that like producing assets of course, but I believe mm-hmm. they are going back to the drawing boards and 
They're going to so do you a think you think they're gonna that. release a completely new game called Anthem? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that it will be something like what happened with Final Fantasy fourteen, like a Realm Reborn. So there will be Anthem and another Anthem Ashari Reborn, Nino, whatever. <laughs> Anthem yeah, whatever, whatever catchy buzzword name they can come up with. But I'm pretty sure that's what they're planning to do because the Anthem name is pretty tarnished as is, so they won't just say, oh, we have a new patch that improves the game. They will probably do a, like a, a complete new launch for it with a new name, with new marketing and push and everything. So I feel like that would I'm be sure a, that, that, a lot of backlash, but let's see. I mean, <laughs> definitely. I mean, this yeah, is... that, 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 will have, that will have some backlash for sure, but while they just, if they give the game... For free for the people that already bought it, mm-hmm. I don't think they'll have much problems. So I mean, Anthem is in bargain bins for like five dollars at this point. So, oh yeah, yeah. I that think, that's yeah. a reason why I believe they will definitely do a relaunch for that mm-hmm. title. So uh, they just slap a new name on it. They make sure it's a good product, and mm-hmm. they they will be good. They will be good if they mm-hmm. do that. This game will be big. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the, hopefully we'll find out later in the year whether it's a new Mass Effect or Anthem's coming back or whatever. This is like it's that's the thing with rumor mill news like this where it's it's literally taken from a job listing. So all you can do yeah. is theorize. Uh, but anyways, let's let's move on to the next bit of news, which is the Fallout seventy six Wastelander DLC has been postponed. Now I have the the tweet that Bethesda made right here, uh, which reads, uh, "Friends." Like others around the world, we're dealing with the critical situation that's currently affecting so many of us and our communities. For the safety of everyone, we have transitioned to remote work and are limiting our in-person interactions. This has obviously changed the way we work, but rest assured that critical services for all our live games are fully operating. However, this has uh, this has affected our ability to do final testing we need for Wastelanders, and we must move the release date a week from April 7th to April 14th. We've done everything we can to minimize the delay and can't wait for everyone to play. A special thanks to all our private test server players for all your help. We know this is a stressful time and we can't thank you enough for all the support you've given each other and us. We're we're humbled to have such an incredible community that has stuck with us through ups and downs. It means the world to us, especially in times like this. Stay safe and thanks. So essentially, they're moving the the Fallout 76 Wastelander DLC update from one week from April oh, yeah, 7 well, to if, April 14. If you ask me, this seems, um, a bit exce- this seems a bit excessive for only mm-hmm. one week of delay. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the whole note, it's mm-hmm. long. It sounds like, oh, we're delaying the game until further notice. Mm-hmm. That, that'll be all this verbosity for just one week. Uh, do, you think it's, do you think it's marketing? I, I don't know, man. This game has been through so much trouble mm-hmm. since launch, and Bethesda itself is like in a bad spot right now. Mm-hmm. They have like destroyed a lot of their credibility with all these scandals and stuff. That Fallout 76, Collector Edition, the canvas mm-hmm. back thing, the, the problems with the game, the hacking, the everything. Everything. It's been in, in a sea of trouble lately, and it, it's sad because Bethesda was one of the probably one of the kind of favorite uh, dev studios and publishers around. You know, kind of, kind of give a kind of franchise. Mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of gonna confess something. I was on board for this. I, I mean, I'm still kind of on board for this. But Fallout 76 was a game that I pre-ordered, and I like, like, I played the early access version, and I liked it. Yeah. But I just, I, I, I canceled my pre-order on the full game due to some financial reasons. But I was definitely waiting for this Wastelanders thing. I feel like this. I mean, I'm still probably gonna be waiting for it. Uh, but I feel like this is this is an update that 
could potentially bring back 76 now i know there's a lot of hacking uh stuff that happens in 76 and that's why it always gets bad press um and a lot of it does get patched out as well by the way like uh, i see i tend to follow this game closely so like all the like the bad stuff will get bad press and then it'll get patched out right away but then the patching wouldn't get any press so I don't know. I you know in like the Fallout fanboy in me has always wanted this game to do well, so maybe it will at some point. But honestly, I don't know. So yeah, <laughs> that's my take on well, it. At least. I, I I wish them well. I know these games probably gonna need more than these to make. Mm-hmm. I mean, the promise of Fallout MMO was always something that people mm-hmm. were into that, but I don't know if they delivered with this. Mm-hmm. And I know some people love it. Mm-hmm. I know others hate it with a passion. And, I, I mean, this is probably because it's slow news because with all the COVID thing going on, mm-hmm. they pull I mean, this. I mean, be... this is kind of excessive. The note is excessive. The, having an article in PC Gamer is excessive. You ask me so. <laughs> this... I mean, for just a week delay, it's just a tweet, man. Okay, it's coming the 14th instead of 7. So, what's the big deal? This note sounds like, oh, we're canceling efforts until further notice because our employees are safe in their bunkers. They're bold. Bold 76. They could have done but... more like that. Like, we have employees involved so oh yeah if you, if you ask me this is a wasted opportunity but also at the same time maybe some people would be will get offended and attack them if they did something like that but maybe just like something amusing to like bring a little joke in, into mm-hmm. the, all this shit we're living right now so if you ask if i were the community manager or the pr director or the marketing director i would have tried to push something like that okay or our devs are working hard the vault tech people are working hard from their balls uh, to bring mm-hmm. you and for the news, like, I feel like that. You know, a this is like so update. corporate, so but aseptic, and kind of excessive. At the same time, if you if you do that jokey kind of a thing, but you're also announcing a delay, then that might have some backlash. So I feel like no, for sure. it's fine, especially I mean, it especially expensive. because it's Bethesda, which has mm-hmm. been like going from scandal and backlash to backlash to backlash mm-hmm. to backlash. So they are probably trying to just play it safe now. Um, mm-hmm. I guess that's the reason. But yeah, I hope they this game gets better. I know this update is probably it's, one of the biggest ones, and that people it's are it's very anticipated. I will tell you yeah, that. For sure. Like it's definitely because when the game maybe, launched, like maybe I think, this is the one. Maybe this is the one that will bring. <laughs> maybe the game this is the one. Exactly. But yeah, that people that have always wanted promise. NPCs in this game since the game launched. So yeah, just... that was that was, that was stupid man mm-hmm. to release a game without NPCs. What were they thinking? Man, it's not even a real MMO. Mm-hmm. that you're playing with like hundreds thousands of people in the same shard I, it's just like so i don't i don't know why they release the game in I that feel space the, the, they were very greedy the basically vision with 76 initially was that it was going to be something like along the lines of daisy or tarkov where you essentially give players a sandbox world and they make their own game uh but calling it a fallout game then kind of defeated that purpose because that's not what we expect from a fallout game but hopefully they can bounce back and yeah. i mean the worst part is that they already have a framework mm-hmm. for a good mmorp mm-hmm. with what they did with elder scrolls online mm-hmm. it kind yeah, of retains the same feel of elder scrolls but just just add guns to more. elder scrolls online <laughs> basically do that basically yeah you had people wanted oh i want to have a party i want to go do raids but mm-hmm. keep the atmosphere keep the setting keep the stories keep the embassies so mm-hmm. why they did this is beyond me i don't understand this project at all but but yeah oh, well, i hope they i hope they, they get it done with this update and maybe people will be happy finally and 
we can start hearing some good news about the game for a change. Finally. Okay, so last bit of news for today is uh, SGDQ, the Summer Games Done Quick, has been postponed, uh, and they've announced a new event called an online relief event for Corona. Uh, and I'll read this sort of excerpt from an article from Matt Wales on Eurogamer, which reads, uh, This year's Summer Games Done Quick charity speedrunning event has inevitably, given current global events, been postponed. But its organizers have unveiled a new online-only money-raising event, Corona Relief Done Quick, due to take place in April. Summer Games Done Quick was originally set to run from the 21st of June to the 28th of June in Bloomington, Minnesota, but organizers have rescheduled this charity event to the ongoing uh, due to the ongoing coronavirus crisis. It's now expected to take place from 20th, 16th to the 23rd of August, uh, and all game submissions and volunteer applications will need to be submitted afresh. Although the main event is now some way off as a result, GDQ has announced it will be holding a special online-only stream marathon, Corona Relief Done Quick, from 17th to the 19th April, so shorter, only three days. Um, all donations received will go directly to Direct Relief, a humanitarian aid organization with the missions to improve the health and lives of people affected by poverty and emergencies. So... Honestly, I think this is this was needed, and I think they that them shifting focus is is good, but obviously this was also predicted of you know any any IRL event right now is gonna get canceled, uh. But I like I like that they quickly shifted focus to something that's very needed right now. Uh, what are your what are your feelings? Well, as a as a fellow streamer, and I've also dabbled in speedrunning a bit. I really appreciate really? What, what games do you speedrun? Uh, I've done only one. It is, it is uh, Kabuki Quantum Fighter for DNS. Mm. And at, at one time, I was like twelfth, ranked twelfth, and I was trying to crack the top ten. But then, some for some reason, I think that game got played on one of these uh, games on quick events, and mm-hmm. they, it had like a popularity spike, and a lot of runners came to try this game, and I was push down all the way like to like 24 or something like that so but i i, I like speed running as a concept i like it i find it fun i i love what these guys are doing trying to raise money for mm-hmm. good good causes and in this case well as you were as you were saying is like it was bound to happen everything's getting mm-hmm. cancelled all over the place so do you think um, the it, do you think the august date like the rescheduling do you think that's a bit optimistic or do you think well i think the, uh, the article here says it's expected. They haven't like said in stone because they mm-hmm. probably can't. We, we no one knows how this thing will pan out. If some people are saying that the whole year will be dealing, we'll be dealing with this stuff, and mm-hmm. maybe even a bit into 2021. And but I guess it's still good that they are ch- switching gears and trying to raise money for this. And but yeah, the date's probably premature now. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure they'll be able to make that date work. But well, this wish, this wish, it, it it might happen. I hope it happens because this thing's driving us crazy, man. We we need some sense of normalcy back in our lives. But Absolutely. I know it'll take a while because this thing is is definitely what what a way to start the new decade. But yeah, GDQ, I wish them the best. I hope they raise a lot of money because I know this especially thing is in getting... the the new event too, the April event, which is a month yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, that I one specifically the, the relief the relief event for sure because mm-hmm. the US is gonna it is getting hit hard mm-hmm. and it's probably gonna get worse because I believe they were a bit slow with some of the measures. And the systems are definitely I mean, a bit weird in the US. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, for sure. Here I live in a small country. This is Panama. We have like four million inhabitants in the, in the whole in the whole country. And they went like one day they had this curfew going from 5 p.m. and the next day it was like total lockdown. Everyone you can be outside if the police catch you, you get fined, you get you get thrown in jail. So they went really hardcore with their measures here to to avoid the spread. Mm-hmm. And it, it's still spreading with all that. So in the U.S., where they were very lax with their measures, especially in places like Cali and New York, mm-hmm. where I know it's now probably out of hand. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, this was I, expected. I hope I hope I, everyone I, the best. Honestly, like I've yeah, I've been trying to do the best to basically, you know, give people hope in this time, and I really hope that everything works out. Oh yeah, well, I do the same. We're all in the same boat. First day playing games i'm streaming uh, i'm here in lockdown with my wife with my cat mm-hmm. just trying to make to survive and try to not go crazy when we do so because everything i read man this is going this is going to last for a while so i just want to like you said to people need to just to, to start uh, hearing good stay. news yeah starting hearing good news but all, they also need to know that it's important that they stay home please mm-hmm. don't go out yeah, absolutely. You, I know you were streaming before. I was watching you, and you were like, "Okay, uh, you say the final words were like, okay, take care and wash your hands." So I, I've yeah, been doing that. that. Sounds, I've been doing that, that, that a lot. Stupid. That sounds stupid, but it helps a lot. Mm-hmm. And what these guys are doing, they they are postponing the event. They are doing relief and fundraising, which is which is important. And, and uh, this obviously, is probably, when you're this home, is probably a good thing for for gaming in mm-hmm. general because gaming, you know. Every time we have like a, a shootout or a massive shooting or whatever, games mm-hmm. get blamed. Mm-hmm. Every time something bad happens, games get blamed. So mm-hmm. that games can do good too, and that it gets shown is important. GDQ always cases. definitely proves this that you know games definitely. Oh yeah, yeah. GDQ for sure. They they will since they start, they are raising money for good causes mm-hmm. uh, and awareness and stuff like that. So it's good, but. I wish them the best. I'll check this event for sure. If I can contribute, I'll try. Um, it's very tight over here with the finances, but I always try to support. Absolutely. And, yeah, and I, I hope is, the August I event happens a, too. A bad note, even if it's a bad note, considering they have canceled the, 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 the traditional speedrunning event, mm-hmm. it's a kind of good news in the sense that they are using that, that energy and the, their community and their presence to try to do something good. So um, let's see. Let's see what happens with it. But this exactly. is kind of cool. Exactly. If if anything, it might just you know end up being a fully online event, which is completely okay as well. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. But that is gonna be the last story of the day. And oh my God, Rich, I did not expect you to be so vocal about so many of these things. But thank you so much, uh, for coming on and for you know giving all your takes and opinions and everything uh on everything and uh so if if people listening to this wanted to find you where could they find you well first thanks to you for inviting me uh, i'm super happy to have no worries here i enjoyed i enjoyed the first episode a lot and mm-hmm. as a fellow podcaster well i wish you the best with this project i'm sure i'll be listening more to more episodes i'm always looking for new podcasts in to listen to while i do stuff and this one looks like absolutely. a solid project uh, thanks for having me here and to answer your question, well, people can find me over at Twitch, uh, twitch.tv dash uh, It's R-C-H-I-R-I-N-O. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a variety streamer. I play games almost every day there. Uh, I do a lot of retro stuff too, but I play modern games. So as I was t- telling you and your audience here, I play pretty much everything I lay my hands on. So you, you can expect lots of different types of games and genres there. So 
Absolutely. And I mean, also, uh, this uh, was one of the reasons I picked you is because I've seen you play a variety of like different games. So I know that either when it comes to indie games or even some retro games, you would definitely have the knowledge there to just kind of, you know, go deep dive and talk about it. Yeah, um, but you can check me out on Twitch, as mm-hmm. I was saying, Archino, Twitch mm-hmm. TV, Archino. And mm-hmm. you can also find me on Twitter as Rips Chirino. It's R I B S and the same last name C I C H I R I N O. Mm-hmm. I'm very active there on Twitter. Uh, that's the, I think those are the two main ways you can find me. Mm-hmm. And uh, all these links yeah, will obviously be in the description, wherever it may be. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Twinkie. I'm super happy. And well, I hope that your audience likes this show. And I wish you the best with this project. And absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for being on. I'll I'll absolutely hit you up again if I ever need someone to just, you know, have on. And if there's news that befits it. Uh, but anyways, that is going to be all of the show. I hope you enjoyed uh, all the news that we went on with and all the takes. Uh, and there's a lot of there's a lot of amazing games coming out. Uh, there's a lot of amazing news coming out. And I hope everybody just stays in and stays excited for the games and keep playing, keeps playing the games. And we will we'll be here trying to provide uh, do our best to provide content as we were just talking about uh so everybody please stay safe please stay home and please just keep enjoying the things that you enjoy and we will see you next time so thank you so much for listening